Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. It's good to have you in the house today on this warm summer day. I think it's going to be one of the hotter days today. So here you are in the air conditioning. What an honor to be able to listen to God's word today. The title of the series has been Inside Out. Inside Out. And we've been talking about inner healing. And today for Connect Sunday, I want to talk to you about Connect for Healing. Connect for Healing. How many of you know that even in the human body, that an organ or body part that's dis disconnected from its life's blood supply begins to falter? You've seen that even in the movies, or maybe you've been part of it, where something, the circulation was being cut off, and it changes colors, and it starts, basically it starts to die. Pastor really brought up some powerful points in our, we had a staff meeting with, with our senior pastor, Pastor Fabian, on Tuesday, and he talked about the body of Christ. And people don't realize, I believe people do not realize the importance of being connected sometimes. Once again, there is no pressure to be part of a connect group, but man, I promise it will bring blessing to your life. I promise. Connect groups, small groups, saved my life. I believe on a number of occasions where I felt despair and I was part of dad's group and I was able to talk with dad or others and get close to people and you get to know them in a small group setting. And some folks, look, the way we are as humans, most folks, I believe, they're just, church is great and this is not a huge church. We got 60, 70 folks, a strong Sunday, it's been 80 maybe, and this is a healthy Sunday today for us. But man, some folks just aren't going to talk to a lot of people on a Sunday. You may talk to them just at the surface level, say, hey, God bless you, man, good to see you, and you know people. But when you get in a small group, even quieter people tend to talk. They feel safe. They feel honored. They feel loved. So I believe it's God, God's calling on our life, God's special calling on our life to be a healthy functioning, active part of the body. And that's according to Scripture. So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. I'm going to read through some verses here today. This is important. The Apostle Paul wrote this to the church in Corinth. And this is powerful. This is so important. Have you ever been even part of a job where you became like family at work? Some of you are like, man, not my job. But others are like, no, I've had those jobs where, man, we got close to each other, we knew each other's business, we were protective of each other, we loved each other, we were close, we worked together, man, we, we showed up to family events for each other. I've had jobs like that. Now, as a pastor, I see that. We're close together. And I remember over the, over the years, I've had people tell me, you know what? Man, this is crazy. Remember a guy, one guy in particular years ago, he said, man, I'm, he said, I feel so much closer to my church family than I do even with my extended family. He said, I'm so close to my church family. I see them every week, once, twice, three times a week, and I feel close. And you're called to be close with the local body of Christ. You are, all right? So check this out. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up what? One whole body. So it is with the body of whom? Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. This is an interesting time in history there. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. I find it interesting, even that statement of slaves and free is different social status. None of us are slaves in here. 
praise God, but we have different statuses. The body has many different parts, not just one part. Somebody say, not just one. Not just one. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? <laughs> if the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Can you imagine if it said, we're all going to have the same job in here, we're all pastors of this church. Would that make any sense? No, how about I say, no, no pastors, we're just all members. Huh, that doesn't make sense. Or, you know what? Next Sunday, everybody is... Everybody in here, there's probably 80 people in here today. You're all going to stand at the door and greet people. All of you, I want all of you. Or, hey, everybody in here, regardless of your hair condition, I want you all to shave your heads and be just like me. We would look like a cult. We would look weird. And if I tried to grow out my, my hair, man, I think I'd look like Hulk Hogan. He's been wearing a bandana for so many years, I think he's bald on top. He really is. We've got to be ourselves, and in being ourselves, it's genuine, it's confident, it's satisfying, it's real. And in being yourself, you get to find your place in the body of Christ, the local body of Christ. This is the church here, but this is a smaller version of the extended body of Christ. We all have our places and our parts here that we function in different capacities here. If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, huh, guess what? Keep going on that one. If your whole body were an ear, what's the next verse there? How would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. This is great. How strange a body would, would be if it had only one part. And guys, think about it. Many times we say, no, I'm not going to connect to anyone. I'm going to just do my thing. I'll just go to church, or I'll just, and folks say this a lot. You guys hear it, maybe even in your family or people you know. They say, no, I'm going to just stay home. I'm not going to church. Well, how can you be part of the body if you're never seen as part of the body? Can you imagine if I said, you know what? We're going to just start taking, taking the cartilage loose from my bones here, and we'll just see what happens here. If my bones are not connected or not touching in certain places, my body would fall apart. Are you with me? If my organs were not connected to my blood supply, they would falter and, and die eventually. You see it on shows. Maybe you know something about medicine and medical science. You say, man... If something's not connected to its blood supply, its life's blood, it will begin to die. There are many parts, but only one body. How can you be a part of the body if you're disconnected, right? We've got to connect in some way. Let's keep going. There are many parts, but just one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, <clears throat> I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most what? Necessary. That's interesting. Your little eardrums, you don't even see those, do you? But you hear every day. I know women can smell much better than men. I don't know the statistics on that. But women, some of you ladies, you walk into a place and you go, do you smell that? I've had women do that before. I'm all, smell what? No, I don't smell anything. I'm just, as long as it's not me, I mean, but... No, I can't smell it. Women's noses are amazing. Their, their olfactory senses with their nose and the cells are much more developed than men, so they can smell better. But man, without that nose, you wouldn't be able to smell good food, right? And smell is linked to taste. See, even in your senses, 
one is linked to another. If you're having problems in your inner ear, then it affects your balance. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. Interesting. Keep going there. What's the next verse? So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This is interesting. This makes for harmony or unity among the members so that all the members care for each other. I'm going to tell you right now, you can care for each other on a Sunday morning and a Wednesday night or at a special event. You can, but I love the small group setting of connect groups because you can really get to know, for, know each other and pray for each other and care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Did you know that when you hurt, we hurt? I remember when we lost my mom, it touched my heart how much everybody hurt along with us. There was a guy from the Spanish service. He hadn't shown that much emotion to me in 30 years of knowing him. The day, my mama pa- the day after my mama passed away, I showed up at church. He didn't even say anything to me. It was between services, and he just grabbed me and wept. I went, wow, we're all hurting today. We're all hurting today. So when you hurt, I hurt. You're part of the body of Christ, and so am I. And when I hurt, hey, you hurt. Your concern has always just blown us away. You're concerned about things we're going through as pastors, or you're concerned about somebody else. And I love it when folks talk and go, Pastor Matt, do you know so-and-so's going through that? We need to pray for him. Did you know that they need this, or they're going to that, or they're going through this? Or, it, it hurt us. And, pa- and, and Brother Charlie made, through, made it through successfully. It hurt us when, when he went through the cancer treatments. I know it was hard on his wife, she, they're one flesh, but man, it b- bothered us when Brother Charlie was going through the cancer treatments. But you know what touched me? Talk about being part of the local body. He was in the midst of cancer treatments, and I look over at my mom's funeral, and they're sitting over there. And I said, wow, when one hurts, we all hurt. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Each of you is a special, amazing, irreplaceable part of it. I've told people, and they think I'm kidding. I say, man, I'm glad you came. I preach better when you're here. I do. The more, the merrier. I preach better when you're here. Let's go. All of you together are Christ's body. I believe that's the end of my text. And each of you is a part of it. Look at point one today. Point one today. Connect for healing as we deal with this inside out and inner healing. Love and be loved. That's the beauty of connect groups. That's the beauty of being a part of the body of Christ. Love and be loved. And you know what's fascinating about that, that text I just read? It was 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. Right at, at the end of that, a few verses later, the Apostle Paul says, I will show you an even more excellent way. And he ties in chapter 12 and chapter 13. And those that know their Bibles, even just a little bit, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is the love chapter. After talking about the body and its parts and how we hurt and how we're part of this one and that one and the eye shouldn't be wanting to be this one and that other one shouldn't be wanting to be the eye, it goes into love. The Apostle Paul says, let me explain to you a more perfect way now, a more excellent way. So you talk about the body, yeah, and we talk about love. Being part of the body of Christ, being in the body of Christ, coming to the local church, going to your connect group, you can love and be loved. I love that. We go to... Our connect group, like I said, we meet down the street at Parkside Terrace. We got a guy that we're working on. Frank, I don't see him here this morning, but we got a guy that we're working on. Frank always tells him we're leaving. See you Sunday. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Frank goes, see you Sunday. 
and we're working on him. He came one time. I think he came for Mother's Day. And we love this guy. But he goes to Connect Group. And he knows some things of God. And he's, he loves God, I believe. And we're seeing a change in him. He tell, he's told us before, I'm so negative, I'm so negative. Now he talks more positive. It's been six months. And he says that. And me and Frank just look at him. And now Brother Larry just looks at him. And we say, man, God's doing a work in him. We love him very much. And there's, usually there's just four of us guys in there. But we've become like family, and we look forward to it. We look forward to meeting together. It's a place where we can love and be loved. What better place to practice your love? Some of you are like, how can I practice my love at church? Well, in the one-on-one. But in the small group setting, it's more ideal many times, especially for introverts. They say, man, this is way less daunting. See, I'm a crowd guy. I'm a crowd guy, but some of you in here are like, man, I ain't messing with the crowd. I want to escape the crowd right? But you can love and be loved as you connect for healing. Point two today. Some of the folks said this when we interviewed them today, and they talked about this, and that is you can beat loneliness in a small group. You don't have to be alone. You don't have to be alone no more. That's so important. Genesis 2, we're not going to go there right now, but Genesis 2, God said concerning Adam, he said it is not good for the man to be alone. Now, don't get me wrong today. I believe there are seasons of loneliness that are ordained by God as he reconnects us with the right people. Sometimes you get away from the wrong people and you have a season of loneliness. You ever been there, guys? My wife and I have talked about that over the years. You, you, you were with the wrong people or God is just clean, cleaning you up or he's dealing with you, he's working on you. And he says, seek me now. And this is a season of maybe a little bit of human loneliness. Even Adam had a season of loneliness. But, According to scripture, God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. And I believe it's the same way for the woman. It's the same way for humans. You have seasons of loneliness, but then you come back and you're around people. And you begin to beat loneliness. In a small group, when you connect for healing in our connect groups, man, you start to see, man, I can beat loneliness. Man, I've struggled, but I look forward to this night. Whatever night of the week it is y'all meet, I look forward to this. It's not good to stay alone. Not good to stay alone. You're going to be alone sometimes, but it's, and that's normal. I don't think everybody should, should, this is for somebody today, say, man, I need to be around people all the time. I need to be calling or texting or talking to people all the time. Or, no, you need time alone too. Otherwise, God can't speak to you. Otherwise, you can't hear from God. There are seasons of loneliness. That's normal at some point, but not forever. You need to be part of a team. You need to be part of a group. You need to be part of a church house. You need to be part of the family of God. That's how you beat loneliness. You don't want to stay lonely. Are you still with me today? You don't want to stay lonely. Lonely people, if they stay lonely, they, go in, end up, they end up getting hooked up with the wrong people. You ever seen that? And I want to speak to you this morning. I want to speak to that. If you're in a season right now of loneliness, God's transitioning you, maybe out of some bad relationships, don't force it. Don't force it. Don't force it. I've seen people over the years, man, in church and in other situations say, man, I'm so lonely. I'm just, it, I, I'd rather just be around anyone than just be alone. Well, that's not always true. Sometimes it's better to be alone than be in bad company. There's a saying in Spanish about that. So you need, to, you need to be in good company, and the connect groups are the perfect place and time to do that, all right? Let's go to Psalms 133, and I want to read you this chapter. It's like three verses. How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers 
family, brothers and sisters, cousins and aunts and uncles. This says when brothers live together in harmony. One translation says in unity. For unity or harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head. He was the first high priest of Israel that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. It's interesting because through divine connection to your local pastor and your local church, if God blesses your pastor, if God blesses someone else in the congregation, it runs through and it touches everybody. Isn't that powerful? Harmony or unity is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. Did you know where there is unity and harmony? You call forth God's blessing. That's point three today. Receive God's blessing as you connect for healing. You cannot heal on your own many times. You need, to, you need to be involved and connected to someone. We confess our faults one to another so that the Lord may heal us. Can God's blessing heal? Somebody say, oh yes. Go ahead. Say it again. Say, oh yes. Oh yeah, God's blessing can heal you. Scripture says the blessing of the Lord makes rich or prosperous or super blessed, and he adds no what? No sorrow with it. God's blessing does not bring sorrow. It brings responsibility sometimes. Some of you are like, man, I don't want to be responsible for people's problems and troubles, man, in connect group I, or a small group or, man, at church, people's problems. I'm just, I'm on my own. Man, you'd have to leave planet Earth to not be affected by someone. None of us live and die unto ourselves. We're not islands. We're not islands. We're connected to each other. You're connected to neighbors. You're connected to friends and family. You're connected to people at church. You're connected to people in connect groups. You want to receive God's blessing? Get unified in the local body of Christ. Get unified. Get connected to somebody. I plead with you today. Get connected to somebody. You need it. It's for your benefit, but look at this. Beyond your benefit, it's for their benefit. Did you know I need all of you? I need all of you. And I believe you need me. And you need us, but we need you. And we love being a part of your family. We love knowing what's going on in your lives. We love it. We love it. We love it. When you go through trials, we go through trials. Dad was talking about this in our meeting on Tuesday. Say, man, my little finger, man, it, it's not even important. It's just not. I'm going to tell you how important your little finger is. My grandfather, Senna, he was a contractor. And one day, I believe, Dad, he was out in the backyard. You guys know what a, it's called a joiner, right? Running a board over a joiner. You know where I'm headed with this. He'd lost his pinky. I don't know if they didn't have guards back then on those things, but Grandpa Senna lost his pinky. And up to that point, he was able to play the guitar. But when he lost his pinky, he wasn't able to play the guitar anymore. The smallest part of the body is important. You say, man, I don't need my pinky. Hit it with a hammer. I don't need my eyebrows. Put wax on them today after church and rip them, rip them out and you'll live. Rip, just rip them out. My wife's always, you know, because I kind of have a unibrow. My wife says, baby, let's, let's leave. I go, leave that alone. We'll trim the hair growing out of here. I went bald and I started seeing hair grow out of my ears and my nose. It's all part of the body though. Pluck a hair out of your nose, right? Tough guy, doesn't even tough guy. Doink, oh, a tear. All part of your body, it's connected through nerves and cells. You're connected. 
Strange. I feel like that is such a lie of the enemy. This is so strange. I was reading an article a few years ago about folks that, I don't know what it's called. Maybe some of you have heard about it. It's a mental condition, or I believe it's a spiritual condition, where they don't like a certain part of their body and they want to get rid of it. Have you all heard of that? That's creepy. Like they'll go through pain to cut off part of their body. That sounds like an attack and a plan of Satan himself. In a life, I believe, all truth is parallel. There's folks that say, man, we need to get them out of here. They don't need to be part of this. No, we need connection. We need everybody involved here. We need to be part of this. Because when you hurt, I hurt. And when I hurt, you hurt. Say, man, well, what is Pastor Matt in the body of Christ? I don't know. I may be an ear cell. I don't know what I am. But I do know one thing. I'm a pastor. I'm called. But I don't know exactly how I fit in the body if you were to, to liken it to some body part. I don't know that. But I know that I'm called to pastor. And I'm called to be a big brother in the faith. I'm called to be a friend in the faith. I'm called to be a pastor. I'm called to be a spiritual father. I'm called to all these things. But you are called as well. Would y'all check your phones? There's something going on in the body of Christ right now. Thank you. <laughs> Where do you fit in? Where do you fit in? Where do you fit in? Get in unity, get connected, and you can receive God's blessing. That is so very important. And I want to go to Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. Matthew 18, 19. Look at this. I love this text. You're going to hear me say that as long as we know each other. I just love scripture. But look at this. I also tell you this. Jesus, Jesus himself is speaking. If you have a red letter, letter edition of the Bible, these letters are in red. I also tell you this, if two of you, two, look at the power of two, more than one, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, what happens? My Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I like the other translation that says, gathered together in my name, this is good, but gathered together in my name, in the name of Jesus, I am there among them. And we've said that so many times in our little Bible study, our little connect group. I'm like, man, I feel God's presence here. We're gathered together in the name of Jesus, and God is going to do something tonight. Man, I've, I've felt God touch me, and I know God has touched the hearts of the men in my group at times because we're gathered there in the name of Jesus. Look, where two or three are gathered together is my followers. Gathered together in my name, I am there among them. That is powerful. You want to attract God's presence? That's point four today. You want to attract God's presence? Then you need to get, get part of a group Get part of a connect group. Be part of a church home. This church, man, hey, you're already here. If you don't have a home church, praise God. Let it be this one. Attract God's presence through connecting. Why? Well, God set it up that way. He said, if two or three are gathered in my name or as my followers, there I am in the midst of them. And that makes sense, huh? You don't have to have a lot of Bible knowledge to go, man, more than one person, I mean, if you're alone and you're seeking God, he's going to come and you're going to feel his presence. But more than one person getting together for the express purpose of let's talk about Jesus. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. Scripture says that Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Praise God. Let's go through these points again today. Connect for healing today in this Inside Out series. Man, we're looking for healing. I know we've got to be healed in Jesus' name. You want to be a healthy, functioning, active part of the body? Number one, you can love and be loved as you connect for healing. Love and be loved. Do it. It's worth it. Don't wait. You need love. I need love. You need to give love. Many times when you give love, you receive it. 
Did you know this? We've mentioned this a few times lately. Is most people feel loved. I'd go ahead and hazard a guess and say all people. All people feel loved when they are listened to. And even the best listeners listen because they know I'm, if I listen, I'm going to be listened to. So you need a place to listen to others and be listened to where you can love and be loved. God's working on this in my heart. I'm, I'm not naturally the best listener. I'm just not. I'm not, but I want to be. I want to be the best listener. So you can love and be loved to connect for healing there. Number two, you can beat loneliness as you connect. Loneliness, beating loneliness, I believe, is a part of getting healed. Sometimes you're getting healed in the loneliness, you are. But at some point, you need to beat that loneliness by connecting to like-minded people, people who love Jesus like you, people who love God, other humans. We are created to be gregarious. You want your social people. And number three, receive God's blessing as you connect for healing, as you connect with others, even as a, in a small group, or even some of you are like, this church isn't that big. This is a smaller group. Hey, connect for healing here then. Receive God's blessing doing so. And number four, you attract God's presence. Be a part of something. You were called to be part of something. You were called to be part of this, most likely if you're here today. You were called to be part of a connect group or part of this church. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes today as some soft music plays. If you would, please. Perfect, perfect. Is there anybody in this house who would say, Pastor Matt, I feel disconnected because I've never made Jesus my Lord and Savior, ever. I've never made Him my Lord and Savior. Would you raise your hand if you say, man, I need to connect with God through Jesus today. I need to accept Jesus and make Him my Lord and get right with Him. Thank you for your hands. Praise God. Anybody else? We're going to pray today. We're going to honor God. Let's all agree right now. In Jesus' name, then we're going to go on and pray for something else. Repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus. Make me right with you, Lord, by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus, come to live in my heart by the Holy Spirit. I confess with my mouth that you are Lord and you rose from the dead. You were the perfect sacrifice for me. Now, Lord, forgive me of my sin and help me to forgive others who have sinned against me. I believe you, God. I love you, God. I need you. Help me to connect. I don't want to be isolated. Strengthen me, God, as I do so. Bless me as I do so. Help me as I do so. In Jesus' name. I want you to look at me this morning. Everybody look at me in this house. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to ignore this. We're not going to take a lot of time doing so. But go ahead and stand to your feet if you would, please. I, I really feel God's hand on this this morning. And I feel like he's directing me to do this. We're not going to take long. But if you say, man, I need my heart healed. My spiritual, so much more than just your physical heart. I need my heart healed. I need God to do something in my life. He's working on me. I need God to do something in my life. Would you come to this altar and I'm going to pray for you this morning. Go, go on ahead. Wow, some of you didn't even hesitate. Wow. I honor that, and God honors that this morning. Come on up to this altar and just face me. Let's fill this altar. Come on up. You say, man, I, I need to be healed. My heart needs healing. I don't know what it is exactly I need, but God knows. Come here, Mingo. Come here. Say, I don't know what it is exactly, 
Well, God knows. Anybody else? No rush and no pressure, but come on up. Come on up. I applaud your courage today. This group over here, ladies and gentlemen, just come up a little bit. There you go. Come up a little bit. We'll make room just in case anybody else shows up up here. But this is great. And those of you in your seats, go ahead and raise your hands all over this building, right where you are. God's perfect plan for you has not changed. Don't beat yourself up about the past. Just don't do it. God is with you. He is for you, and He lives in you. Something powerful is happening this morning, even by your humility and courage and guts to come to this altar all over this house. Just raise your hands and pray with us. We'll just do this for a moment, but I feel like God really wanted us to do this. The blood of Jesus over you, right where you stand right now, everybody at this altar, in Jesus' name, God, I thank you, Lord, for the lives and families here represented. Lord, I thank you that you are healing their hearts. Whatever it is, God, I thank you that you are our Father, God. You are our Father, Lord. And if our earthly fathers made mistakes with us or hurt us or left us out to dry, God, or moms or relatives or whoever our guardian was, God, we go to you because you are our Father. We trust you today, God. And I believe that we are here for, by divine appointment today, Lord God Almighty. You have not forgotten your people. You are with us, God. You have a special plan and purpose and design for our lives. And Lord God, in Jesus' name, I break every attack of the enemy over everybody here right now. In Jesus' name, I break the attack of the enemy. I loosen healing. And I remove blinders from eyes here today, God. In Jesus' name, every blinder is coming off. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to understand. Your perfect will, your words, God, and your word, the Spirit of God today. And I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, just continue to pray just for a little bit longer, just a moment longer. I'm not going to take much time. God is speaking to you right where you are. He's speaking to you right where you are. He's healing your heart. Go ahead and put your hand over your heart. Go ahead. If you can, put your hand over your heart. God is healing your spiritual heart right now. God is healing your soul your mind, your will, and your emotions, they're healed. And some of you are like, man, I know I need to do this. I know I want to do this, but I feel like my heart, it's gotten a little hard to the things of God. I don't feel as sensitive to the things of God as I was. Ezekiel 36, 26 is a promise from God. He says, I will take the stony heart out of you, and I will put within you a soft and tender and responsive heart in place of that stony heart. Just you taking a step, Right where you are. I see you even out in the audience touching your, your heart right now. God is transforming your hearts right now. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. By his stripes you are healed. And I believe that's so much more than just your physical body. Scripture says he bore our grief, our, heart, our, our broken hearts. He, bro he bore our broken hearts. Scripture says he has been anointed to bind up and heal the brokenhearted. To bind their wounds and heal the brokenhearted. We trust you today, God. We thank you today, Father. Prepare us even for next week's message, God, about how you are our divine healer, God. You are the healer. We seek you today, God. Prepare us for next week's message. Thank you for today and this time after the service to, together, Father God, just spending a moment together in your presence as the people of God. You are our healer, and we seek you today consciously, willfully, as an act of our will. Thank you, Lord. Oh, healer, come to us. Healer, change us. Healer, heal us so that we may be healed. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus.